Welcome to the Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott. I'm your host, Jonah Goldberg. And before we get to our regularly scheduled show this week, we're joined by Andrew Padrone. He's the new academic success advisor at UTRGB Athletics. And we'll talk to him a little more later on about returning to UTRGB. He played baseball here under Manny Mentrana, who was the head coach at UTRGB for nine seasons, passed away recently at the age of 57. Andrew, what has been going through your mind since you heard the news? The day that he passed away, we had a baseball game here against Corpus and a lot of games he coached us whenever we played Corpus. So I was able to sit with one of my former colleagues there, Victor Garcia Jr. We were just talking about him. Heard the news the next day. It was tough. What did Coach Mentrana mean to you? When I was doing my recruiting visits and whatnot here, he promised me and my parents that over the next four years, he was going to treat me like a son and not only coach me on the field, but coach me off the field. And he did that. He fulfilled that promise. He meant a lot to me. He meant a lot to all the players. It's just a sad day. What's your favorite memory of Coach Mentrana? We had a rain delay against Sac State my freshman year, and he came in. And at that time, we were playing ball really well, so he was a little bit more loose. And he came in, and he saw that some of the guys were dancing in the in the clubhouse and comes in a little bit serious and was like, what are, what are we doing in here? And then sure enough, he says, turn that music back on. He started dancing and started doing his little Cuban dances and just a great time. That's something that I'll never forget, just sitting in my locker as a little freshman man and just watching him dance away. And that was just his personality. I remember traveling with the team a few times and study hall was a big thing. First hour of a bus trip, anytime you were in an airport waiting on the next flight, pull out the books. How much did that influence you to get into academics? He did take academics very seriously, but at the end of the day, it helped all of us. Eventually, we were going to hang up the cleats, and we knew that education was going to be important. He knew that, and that was one of the promises that he he promised, not just myself and my parents, but all the recruits that came in here and that had the honor and privilege to play for him. Definitely helped me, definitely made me understand that education is important. Faith, family, academics, and baseball, in that order. Manny Manchana, gone too soon at the age of 57. Andrew, thanks for taking some time to talk about them. Thank you, Jenna. The Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott Rolls On. Our guests for today are Desiree Berge. She recently qualified for the U.S. Olympic Trials in the discus. She's a UTRG track and field student athlete. John Kittleman, he's the general manager of KRGV Channel 5 News, and will be joined again by Andrew Padrone. Desiree, let's start with you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Desiree, not that long ago, you went out to a meet at UTSA throwing the discus, and you threw one that went 58.9 meters, good enough to qualify for the U.S. Olympic trials. Can you take us through that throw and all the emotions that have followed since? So when that throw happened, I didn't know how far it went until it landed. I saw it was going to go far. I saw it flying. And my thought was, that's never going to come down. But once it was down and finally had them read the mark, is when it actually hit me that that was a really far throw. But I've been on cloud nine since that has happened and been receiving so much praise from family, friends, people from the Valley. It's just been a really great experience since that's happened. What was the reaction of everybody around the cage when you finished that throw and the discus landed and they read the mark? Coach was excited. He came to give me a fist bump. He was a little shaky because of all the excitement. All of our throwers were hype. The guys were sitting over there watching. You could tell that they were very excited for me. Everybody was telling me congratulations. That was a great throw. I just had to know that I had to keep a level head to really be able to throw well for the next four throws. 
Now, I know you didn't even realize that you had qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials at that point. When you read those words, Berge qualifies for the U.S. Olympic trials, what was that like? It was very exciting. Put me on cloud nine. Not going to lie. That has always been a dream of mine to go to the Olympics. So the first step is being at the Olympic trials and to know that I have gotten in and don't have to worry about hitting a mark to get into the trials. It takes a little bit of stress off my shoulders. With that stress off, does that mean now you can throw even further? Inches become harder to get. So it's 15 feet. And once you get out there, it starts becoming a little harder to push the mark even more. But hopefully I can push it out there to hit the Olympic qualifying mark at 63.50. Before this happened, before you were suddenly qualifying for the U.S. Olympic trials, what was your focus on this season? My focus has been on getting to the NCAA meet. It's been to get into regionals because regionals is the first meet that you can get to and then you have to go show that you're supposed to be there with your three throws. So the focus has really been to get higher on the list, get into regionals. And I feel like that's where a lot of the pressure I've been putting on myself because I was 18 on the list going into the UTSA track meet. So to be able to get that mark has put a relief in me. So hopefully I'll be more relaxed at every meet to be able to throw it farther. What do you do in practice now as you prepare for the last few meets of the year? At the moment, we're doing the same things. Coach has told me when we get closer to regionals, we will be practicing on how to mark the first three throws and how to compete to only get three throws because at regionals, you get three throws and that's it. We're working on staying consistent throughout practice and hitting the same reps and being able to take those practice meets and mark the first three throws to see how it would be when I go to regionals. You have some other goals as well. I know you're trying to get into nursing school. Can you tell us about that and your goals with that? My ultimate dream goal has been to be a NICU nurse. It started out when I was little, watching how the nurses dealt with my grandpa and watching how they were so great with him when he had gotten ill, how they helped us be more comforted when he was in the hospital. So that put me on the track of wanting to be a nurse. And looking through all the fields throughout the nursing programs, I've been leaning more towards wanting to be in the NICU, which is the neonatal intensive care unit. And after seeing my baby cousin who came out full term on the due date, having a collapsed lung and being in the NICU really hit home on why I wanted to be in the NICU so much. When you think about what you want to do in the future, you compare it to what you're trying to do right now, qualifying for the Olympics. Does it almost make this whole thing easier? Knowing what I want to do in the future and how intense it's going to be, I think it gives me a little bit better of a mindset knowing that what I'm doing now, yeah, it's intense, but it won't be as intense as helping babies who wouldn't have a chance if they were in a developing country. I feel like it gives me a little bit better of mindset knowing that after I am done, I will have something to really fall back onto for the rest of my life that I'm going to love. How has your time as a student athlete helped to prepare you for that future being a NICU nurse? I think being a student athlete has helped me with my communication skills and helped me with my leadership mentality. And it's also helped me be able to utilize my time management skills. And I think 
all of those things will help me when I become a nurse. I will be able to help lead the newer nurses once I become one of the older nurses into the NICU field, while also being able to help show them how to use time management and help communicate with the patients and their families to help comfort them while they're in their time of needs. And it probably helps if you have experience leading multiple teams at multiple institutions. Transferring here as a grad transfer, the idea being one year, because you were going to play basketball and compete in track and field. Pandemic happened, track and field got wiped out, you got an extra year, and all of a sudden you get track and field for a second year here at UTRGV. So has that helped being a two-sport athlete and dealing with all sorts of different people? I think it has helped because it puts me in a setting where I do deal with basketball and track from two different schools to be able to work with different personalities from different schools and to be able to take in those personalities and to mold myself to be able to help them with how they think and how they function. That's what's helped me the most. Desiree Berge, UTRGV track and field qualified for the U.S. Olympic trials. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. The Rally of the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott rolls on. We're now joined by John Kittleman. He's the general manager of KRGV Channel 5 News. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be with you. I'm excited. Well, we're excited to get you on your first ever podcast. And let's start by learning more about what you do with KRGV, which is the ABC affiliate, Channel 5, right here in the Rio Grande Valley. I have been with KRGB for 31 years, started out in the sales department, and most recently for the past 13 years have been the general manager. So that's the person responsible for the overall operations. My job is really, I guess, to make sure that the other folks do their job. And if they do, it's a pretty good thing. And we do a great job. KRGB has been around a long time. It's been owned by the Manship family, which is a family out of Baton Rouge. They've owned the station since 1964, which is pretty unusual in our business to have that many years of the same family owning a TV station. How important is it to be able to have that kind of ownership where a lot of stations are now owned by these clusters or they own about 100 stations around the country? Absolutely. In fact, the Valley, I don't know that most people realize this, but we have literally the biggest operators in the country right here. So yes, we're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. We're a family owned. They only own just the two stations ourselves in Baton Rouge, but it's a good thing. We're able to be very flexible. We're able to serve our community. We don't have corporate interests breathing down our neck. We don't have debt. So that frees us up to do more things and we're able to invest. So if you watch Channel 5, even in the last year, you've seen we put a substantial money into our set. So it looks terrific. It's up to date. We have two beautiful video walls. We work really hard and don't take our viewership for granted. That probably helps a lot. That virtual independence, you probably don't get many, if any, must runs and things like that. What do you think it is that makes you the number one news in the Valley? The trust. There's the longevity of the people. I think there's a lot of, well, I grew up with Channel 5. I trust Channel 5. These days, it's important to say unbiased. If you take heat from both sides of any issue, it probably means you're doing a good job. You're just relaying information. You're not taking a viewpoint. I think we're very consistent in the quality, even though our people will come and go over time. Nonetheless, we're able to reload with good folks and continue the high quality of work that we do. 
when you do have talent move on, it's usually to a place like CNN, like Polo Sandoval, Will Ripley, guys like that. Either they stay or they go to national and international news. Will Ripley in North Korea, based out of Japan. Paul Sandoval gets a lot of national stories too. So that must be very exciting. It's a great testament to a solid work ground experience place that will get a door opened. It'll get an opportunity to interview when people say, yeah, I've spent some time at KRGV along the border. I've told these interesting stories. One of the things that I really like that you all do is you've got your hot jobs of the week. You see it on the news, open jobs. You see it on your website, krgv.com. Tell me a little about the importance of, especially in a time like this, where people are looking for jobs, of helping to highlight that. The great thing about the station is there's a lot of ways that we can be impactful. Straight up community involvement is one thing, but a feature in the news can be really impactful. These things can come together pretty easily, actually. When you have a news director that's interested in a particular story, you have a place like the Workforce Commission that's very proactive. They make it easy for us to do things like that. You have a station like ours that is motivated to help people. That's one, two, three, you're done. And then again, having the ownership of a station that can pivot in this way, we can absolutely do what we think is best to address a situation One thing that you've been doing over the last few years is you've really expanded your operation greatly. We've talked a lot about Channel 5, KRGV, but you also have Azteca Valle on Channel 5.2 and Cable 1240 and Somos Valle on Channel 5.3, Cable 1241. We think that we have a unique opportunity to be a provider of news and information to a community regardless of language. It sounds pretty easy and many folks know Channel 5 and know KRGV and trust KRGV, but we thought it would be important for us to provide news in the language that people prefer, whichever it is. And obviously we're already doing really well in English. And so now we're trying to grow our service to the community in Spanish. And it's not easy. As I mentioned, you've got big stations in Mexico that broadcast into this market. So we have our work cut out. We're now actually doing more news in Spanish than either of our competitors. We just have to get people to learn about it, to find it. And so, yes, that's been a big initiative We're able to do more for our community. We're actually making more money and we're able to serve our community better. You've been partners with UTRGV Athletics for as long as I can remember. Can you tell me about the importance of partnering with the Valley's Division I program? The general manager before me, Ray Alexander, had a longstanding commitment to support UTRGV Athletics specifically. I think that that's extremely important. Encourage, recognize, the very high level of athletic commitment that we have at UTRGV and how important it is for the community. KRGV Channel 5 News, the Valley's news channel, ABC affiliate, find on Channel 5, Azteca Valle, Channel 5.2, Cable 1240, Somos Valle, 5.3, Cable 1241, and of course, anytime at krgv.com. John Kittleman, he's the general manager of all of that. Thanks for joining us. Been my pleasure. The Rally of the Valley podcast rolls on. We're now joined by Andrew Padrone. He is UTRGV's new academic success advisor. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Andrew, you used to play baseball here. You're from McAllen and now back here working full time. What's it like returning to where you played? I never thought I would be back here. It's been a blessing in disguise. A lot has changed around here for the good. I'm super excited to be back here. UTRGV is on the rise. 
was a little bit of a change for you. You'd been an account executive at Rice. You'd been selling tickets. Uh, you'd done that locally with the Rio Grande Valley Vipers and the Toros as well. So what brought you to the academic side of things? Did some self-reflecting and I was like, man, what's my true passion? And it's always been sports. I've been playing sports since I was a little kid. So I knew I wanted to get into the sports field. Started out in ticket sales, like you mentioned there. Really wasn't what I kind of wanted to do. I wanted to be more around the student athletes, make personal impacts for them. Letty Hernandez, who was my academic advisor back in the day, uh, who's now my supervisor, which is actually really cool. Um, I just remember her always taking her, taking us under her wing, always being there for us and making a difference in our lives. Some of the guys I've played with, we still talk about Letty to this day. So when this position opened up, I said, hey, I'm going to take this job and run with it. So what will you be doing as an academic success advisor? Handling athletes from all the different sports here, helping them transition from maybe if they're coming from high school or maybe coming out from a junior college. So I'll be taking them under my wing a little bit here, getting an extra couple of eyes on them, teaching them organizational skills and time management. How did coming through UTPA and UTRGV help to prepare you for what you're going to do now? One, being from the Valley. I always like to think the Valley is its own little world. And it's different, especially with the kids that are coming down to us. And then also the kids that are here adapting whenever we start traveling and whatnot. So being part of the Valley was a big thing for me growing up and whatnot. And also the coaching staff with Coach Mantrano whenever he was down here, being able to instill some of the culture that I had then and adapting it to the culture that we have now, I think it's going to mesh well. Since graduating, have you continued to follow the baseball team? I have. Funny story, I still talk to about five of the guys who actually were part of the WAC championship. Of course, that's awesome. You know, you never want to be envious of the guys whenever they have success coming afterwards, right? But it was so awesome seeing them do that. People know who UTRGV is. Kudos to Coach Matlock out there in the baseball program and all the successes that they've had. What are some of your favorite memories from when you were here? The one that sticks out to me the most was my freshman year, senior day. Andy Fortuna hit that walk-off home run. I was in the bullpen warming up to come in, hopefully praying that we didn't go to extra innings against Sac State there. Amazing senior day from all of our seniors. And then Andy Fortuna to do what he did, unbelievable. Mother's Day, grandma in attendance, final at bat as a senior over the left field wall. Just escaped the fence there, and it was something I'll never forget. That's my favorite memory, too. Such an incredible moment for him and for the program and yep. great celebration on the field. So after that, you went into sales a little bit. I also understand you got your master's degree. Yeah, so I uh, attended Texas A&M over in College Station. Knew I didn't really want to leave the state of Texas, so I kind of looked into it. Went over to Texas A&M in the fall of 2018, graduated in a year and a half, so I graduated in the fall of 2019. So now that you're back, what is exciting you the most about being back and what you're going to be able to do? the movement that UTRGV has had and just how much it's grown. RGV is on the map now, and it's amazing to be a part of this moving train and it's moving fast. It's just going to be an amazing time here, an opportunity. We have such incredible student athletes. Being able to be around them and hopefully making an impact on their lives, not just academically, but personally, that's what I'm most excited for. Andrew Padrone, new academic success advisor. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate it. This has been the Rally the Valley podcast presented by Town Place Suites by Marriott. For archived episodes, you can visit goutrgv.com slash podcasts.